in this week's Complaint Corner, Ant-Man, Hogwarts Legacy, and some other shit. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve. And first, we're going to talk a little bit about Ant-Man. Uh, we can't do a full review because little Mr. Sourpants over there doesn't want to see Ant-Man. I didn't say I didn't want to see it. I just, you know, didn't see it opening weekend like a maniac. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fine. Fine. I'm sure I'll see it in the next uh, but, uh, six to eight weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is going to be on Disney Plus before too long, so you might as well wait. Honestly, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give, before I get ahead of myself, uh, so... Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumadia, the news of the week, uh, is that um, that film had the, the biggest week two drop, like, box office-wise, of any MCU, MCU movie so far, uh, which is not, not a great spot to be in. It also had the biggest opening weekend of any Ant-Man movie, which is, you know, like, okay, good, good for them, I guess. Uh, but reviews metric. are not yeah weird it is kind of a weird metric the reviews have not been great uh and so you know there's a lot of uh i think a lot of people are turning on marvel kind of right now and unfortunately i kind of have to join the wagon a little bit i i don't hate marvel but um i wanted to give my quick little my little mini review uh my thoughts on ant-man and the wasp quantumania uh and in my humble opinion, uh, I'll try to keep this brief. Uh, I think that it is a de- it is a fun film. It's it's enjoyable to watch, uh, and I think would be great for kids. It's very funny, uh, but I think that as like this big epic opener to Phase Five of the MCU, the film that introduced the big bad villain. Uh, of the next wave of Avengers films, I think it's safe to say that it missed the mark. It was uh, unfortunately not a not a great movie, uh, <laughs> but I think most people can agree that it, it definitely had some some pretty glaring issues. I would say the biggest issue with the film is it it feels like a middle of the like it feels like a middle of the road movie. Like it feels like it's spending so much time setting things up for future Avengers movies that it didn't, like, tell a story in its own right. Like, none of the characters, like, literally none of the characters go on any anything close to an arc in this film. Like, you know, I don't want to get really heavily into spoiler territory, but uh, Ant-Man, like, almost goes on a journey. He's, like, the closest one that had some sort of, like, uh, a change by the end of the film. Like, he kind of grew to accept his daughter uh for the reckless maniac that she is uh but is it that didn't, is that the story quite... arc did his little girl grow up to be a crazy person um yeah basically so like she's she's very very like you know pro the people like we have to help people because helping people is the right thing to do like she's just like the most obvious hero like young hero character ever mm, now sure. I I will say I will say that I rewatched the first two Ant Man films before I watched this one. I mean, that goes. And I have to saying. say that. Uh, yeah, of course I did because I'm a crazy person like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I have to say that they did an okay job in retrospect 
uh, making Cassie like into the like the the little girl that I saw in the first two Ant Man films. I believe that she grew into this person. Like I believe that she has this idealized idea of who her dad is that he never quite he he never quite matched who she who she thought he was, which is very much within the first two Ant Man films. Uh, and it makes sense that, like, you know, like, she had a supervillain hold her hostage and have had her, her dad and this supervillain fight when she was six years old. Mm-hmm. In the super awesome <laughs> like, miniature train set fight. Yeah, in the little miniature train set. And she's like, oh, wow, that's so cool. She, at the end of that film, she gets a little ant as a pet. Uh, and then in the next movie, she, like, literally asks Scott if she can be his partner, like, as a crime fighter. Like, she literally, like, it's, they did their, they laid the groundwork for her to be a superhero, and they especially laid the groundwork for her to be, like, a overly idealistic superhero. Uh, like, so, fine. I'm not mad about her characterization, exactly. I'm mostly, I think it could have been so much more uh or specifically i think that uh scott's journey and scott's relationship with his daughter could have been a lot stronger in this film uh the biggest thing for me is uh so like the trailers i, I don't I, I was trying to avoid spoilers but mild spoilers here I'm, I'm gonna try to give give kind of broad strokes here but there's some spoilers uh, uh going forward um in the trailers for this film they made it seem as though uh uh, Kang wanted Ant-Man to do something, and in exchange, Kang would give Scott back the time that he lost with his daughter. Because, you know, he was gone for five years, and she had to grow up on her How own. How is he going to do that? And, and he, uh, well, because he can do all kinds of time travel shenanigans. Like, you know, he's Kang the Conqueror, and he has a time travel machine, and he can just, like make a new timeline or something and make that work. I see. That's what was implied in the trailers. That's not what happened in the film, so don't even worry about okay, it. Okay, I wasn't, because I don't remember that happening in the trailer at all. Oh, it, 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 it did. It did. I mean, I don't think... Maybe you didn't see the trailer. I didn't. I, saw. I don't know. Uh, but it did happen, I promise you. Okay. Uh, and uh, But anyway, so I, that was... And I think that would have been a much stronger thing than what it, what it actually was, which was Kang being like, all right, Scott, do this thing for me, or I'm going to murder your daughter in front of you, and then I'm going to make you relive it over and over until you beg me for death. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. Like, that's almost exactly what Kang said. And don't get me wrong. Very good threat. I do like that threat quite a bit. But then the rest of the film, like, Scott... Again, spoilers here. Uh, Scott does the thing that Kang asked him to do, uh, which is, like, retrieve this uh, piece of an engine for his time machine. That's the short version of it. Uh, He he does the thing, and then uh, Kang does not uh, release Cassie, and Scott is very mad. He's very angry, and he and he gets all big, and he stomps around, and he says, he says, we had a deal. Our word is our bond, and he basically throws a temper tantrum. Uh, now, I, at this point in the film, I think he, I think the idea was that he was supposed to be like a distraction or something, like he was trying to get their attention so that the good guys could do, go and do a thing. I think that's what was going on, but it was just really weird. Like, uh, and then at the very end, and fuck it, I'm just gonna go fully into spoilers here, because a lot of my issues with this film, uh, have to do with, like, the ending, and the choices made right at the, at the finishing, at the finish line, so to speak. Uh, so, 
Scott and and the gang are barely able to defeat Kang, which I liked quite a bit. I think they did a pretty good job at establishing Kang as a very real threat. Like but they beat the him. Ant-Man team. They did beat him. They did beat I'm just going to I'll tell you what happens. All right, Steve. I'll just I'll All just right. lay it out for you. Uh so they do they are able to defeat to defeat Kang cuz they like they push him into like that engine thing that I told you about the time and like, shove him yeah it's a time machine but there's like a specific part of it that is all timey wimey wonky dory uh and uh it was like exploding and they pushed uh kang into that and then he got like sucked away into oblivion and it's implied that he was dead because then later they say that he's dead and then spoiler alert again uh there are other kangs in the after credit scene well yeah it's say, fucking, hey wow there's infinite kangs or whatever uh, yes, yeah, because that's the whole point of Kang. Which, okay, I, I'm gonna get back to that in a second. I want to finish my thought about Ant-Man first. Uh, but, uh, so the other Kangs say that this, that Kang had just died. They said that, so I assume he is actually dead, but I'm not sure. It, it wasn't completely clear in the moment. Uh, anyway, so they defeat Kang very barely. Kang beats the ever-loving shit out of Scott. Uh, and that, but Scott had, like, sacrificed himself to... Uh, to stop Kang and was, like, stuck in the quantum realm, I think a few different things could have happened here. One, they could have had Scott die the same way that Kang did or, like, die defeating Kang. I think that would have been a really cool cool thing. I think it would have been a really good way to showcase Kang's, like, threat. Like, to have him kill one of, like, our main Avengers uh, and and have that main avenger oh so barely defeat one version of kang and then there's like you know an infinite more of them yeah but the problem with that is then you start losing uh national treasure paul rudd so you can't do that because then they won't be able to sell these movies anymore that is true like i don't get me wrong like i love paul rudd the ant-man franchise off the back of that lady from lost you can't do it uh you know i i think that with between her and cassie i think it can't Zero percent, zero percent, and I'll tell you why. Um, because they're women, and women can't be superheroes, according to most viewers. So I mean, yeah, but Steve, I think we're past that no, we're point. Not. Like we have we're our, not. we have a few women superheroes. We have we what, still... like two? <laughs> Did they get their own movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as ones that got their own movie, there's like Black Widow, which sucked and by the Captain way. Marvel. Uh, Black. I mean. Yeah, but it wasn't her being a woman wasn't the problem. No, that's not the problem. The You're not right. But I'm just saying they give they took it took like three extra years to make that movie and it wasn't even good. I I can't. That's not because she was a woman. That's, that's because that's, they did a bad job. A I'm just saying that's... in the eyes of the viewing public, women can't be superheroes, yeah. and you can't make a movie off the back of them. Even the Marvel CEO guy said that. Yeah, but he's gone now. He's not involved anymore. Uh, Ike Perlmuter, yeah, he's a bastard. He's a bastard, and he's he's done. Nah, none of that. None of that. All right, well, Uh, you get to work changing the hearts and minds of the world, then. I I will. I will absolutely continue my my everlasting quest to make people better. Uh, Yes, banish misogyny from the world. Good luck with that. (laughs) Yep, yep. Thank you, Steve. Uh, but anyway, anyway, so I, I do think that killing, uh, Scott would have been a better ending. I think, uh, it also would have been fine because in the final fight they have Wasp come back, uh, because, like, they were all escaping out of the quantum realm, but then Wasp came back to help Scott defeat Kang, and it was, like, this big moment where it was like, oh, God, you know, the, the 
path closed behind us. We're stuck in the quantum realm. I think it would have been kind of interesting to have Scott and Hope stuck in the quantum realm going forward, and then you just have... Uh, you have the young, uh, Cassie, I think her name is Stature. In the comics, her name is Stature. That's, like, her superhero name. Um, I think it would be interesting to have her be the only Ant-Man person in the real world while you have, like, our main two stuck in the quantum realm, uh, going forward. I think that might have been more interesting. I think there's a, there's a lot of different ways they could have done the ending to make it a little bit stronger and hit harder. Uh, what ends up happening is they defeat Kang, they all get back to the to the real world. Scott's a little bit worried about, because Kang had mentioned something about how, like, uh, killing him would be, like, the greatest mistake they could make, and blah, 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 like, you don't know what you're doing, I have to defeat the dynasty. Because, like, this version of Kang got exiled by the dynasty of Kangs, because uh, he's too too aggressive, too warlike. Uh, so he was going to fight the, the other ones, uh, but that, then he was killed by Ant-Man, barely. Um, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. Uh, Hope doesn't really do much the entire time. Uh, the, the, the only one that has anything close to a, uh, to a, to a journey besides Ant-Man with his relationship with his daughter is, um... The other one, Janet. Janet Van Dyne, the original Wasp. Uh, most of what she does is just kind of walk around, say, I don't have time to tell you the thing that would be really relevant uh, given in her present circumstance. Or she then later exp- goes on like this long explanation for uh, a bunch of shit. Because she has a relationship with Kang. Uh, like, she helped Kang rebuild his... Uh, time travel ship uh, back when she was stuck in the quantum realm before she found out that he was actually evil uh, and then she was the one who fucked up his engine part so that he couldn't use it anymore and that's why he had to have Scott fix it Uh, I don't know why I explained all that but here we are Uh, but she had like I it was nice to have Janet be doing something in this movie uh it was like she probably had the most screen time besides scott which is weird it's weird that janet had the most screen time besides scott maybe cassie uh but i'm glad that it happened because she has given been given so little time to shine so far in these movies like she showed up right at the end of ant-man and the wasp i think she had like a literally a non-verbal cameo in avengers endgame and then finally this movie we actually get to see janet you know do something uh which was which was kind of nice uh oh another another things i liked about this movie was uh i really liked all of the crazy weird quantum shit there was a lot of aliens and junk that i really enjoyed i'm a sucker for weird shit it, it, this film felt like very star warsy like it really felt like they got zapped into a star wars planet uh for like a good chunk of the runtime which was an odd choice i'll admit Uh, but I liked it because I like Star Wars and I like weird things. I've pretty much just come to accept that the quantum realm makes no fucking sense at all, and I'm just here to have a good time and not question it too hard. I mean, I feel like it made a lot more sense before they started sticking Star Wars in it. Shh, shh, shh. It, shh. Steve, Steve, they they never really explained shit about the quantum realm before. Like right, nothing. but it was just we, like we you know were... this hypothetical super small universe of incomprehensible tiny particles that we don't have their names for. Once you start like putting people there, it stops being a tiny microverse and starts being like 
alternate reality Earth or something, something stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, something I mean, that out of a Doctor Strange movie I, rather than I, an Ant Man movie. I don't see. I no, I like that. I like to think of the of the quantum realm as almost being like this bizarro alternate reality. Look, Steve, I I can't I can't spend too much time being like. Uh, like questioning the logic of the quantum realm right like i just can't i can't do that i'm not gonna do that uh if if i were to do that i would just be miserable but, but I, they did it I'm bad not, no. they did bad they could have just made it a magical no. science dimension and that would have made much more sense to my brain than than this i also look okay this is like a little thing uh okay there is there is one thing about the quantum realm that kind of irks that i did think about when i was watching the movie that irks me a little bit i think it would have been kind of interesting if their uh pim particles like didn't work very well or like not at all when they were in the quantum realm they not realm. supposed to because like, they couldn't grow back up uh yeah no i don't i don't know Shh, steve because that was steve, the whole reason too hard. that the lady couldn't get out the first time this. Is because no, when she went sh- subatomic she could not grow again and the only reason that scott no, did it yeah i know was because but... he like stuck the thingy in the what's it and it made his yeah. thingy grow twice as good or whatever the the logic yeah, was she didn't there. have any of the grow she didn't have any of the grow uh the grow pim particles when she was stuck no that's not what it what said I'm, what i'm that's saying that's not what it said though they said once you went subatomic you couldn't get back up again it wasn't that she didn't have any pim particles did. she just you weren't well, able to they, do it that's what they knew at the, steve steve you're thinking just please stop like you're just gonna make yourself and me miserable just don't well, think they did it bad it. though fine. they did bad no, they wrote it bad they're contradicting their own lore their lore doesn't like the ant-man or like specifically the pym quantum lore doesn't make sense already it never made sense just i mean no it didn't you're right and just go along for the the ride that's the only way you can enjoy this film you You have to just breathe breathe through it and you have to just go along for the ride and don't think about it too hard if you can do that then you're gonna have an all right time with this movie. oh i can suspend uh, my disbelief with the best of them i'm just saying that i don't like that there's people down there that's not suspension of disbelief that's just lame storytelling i don't agree uh i we what makes the never quantum realm different than a different earth then who cares what do you mean who why cares does that matter it's a totally why different do, why thing. Why does the quantum realm have to be different than the other world? Then why do they just care. go to space? I don't care about why do they that. just go to space like Fast and Furious Nine? No, because it's because it's Ant Man and it's quantum and it's weird and who but it's cares? not weird. It's Steve, remarkably pedestrian. Too, too it's just a this. bunch of people. Also, the quantum realm never made sense. There was no like nothing special about the quantum realm before. It was a mysterious place we knew very very little about, and now finally we know a little bit more about it. And the that's, thing we know is that it's horribly mundane. It's horribly mundane because it has weird aliens and shit in it. Are they bipedal aliens? I I don't agree with that. Not all of them are. Okay, so this is a Star Wars planet then. Like you said. It's a Star Wars planet. It's pretty much a Star Wars planet. That's pretty mundane. It's pretty much. Fine, Steve. It's pretty mundane. Whatever. You're you're making you're making yourself miserable. I don't know why you're doing this. I'm not making myself miserable. I wasn't invested in the quantum realm. I'm just saying that this is not like the direction I would have taken this in. I mean Cool Science uh, Realm. Star Wars I, B planet. I do not mind the idea of the quantum realm having like weird, like people, like refugees. Like that was kind of the vibe that I got from this. That was like that. It's like with weird universal like refuge. It's like uh, 
almost like purgatory, sort of? Not really, but uh, it's just like a place where people kind of end up when they get lost in the tiny, tiny universe or something. That's that's how I choose to interpret it. So, and I and I just I also choose to not think about it that hard. Okay. The when I finally see this movie, I'm either going to pick up on all the things you weren't paying attention for that explain all this, or this is just asinine. One of those two outcomes. They didn't. They did not talk about why there are people in the quantum. Okay, so it's realm. just they asinine. Just, then. Like the only thing they talked about is they were like, "Wait, shit, there are people down here. Why didn't like holy crap? Like this yeah, changes Mom, everything." Why didn't we you know tell us the there are people realm. down here the last time you came out? So yeah, that is that is a legitimate issue with this film. Uh, is that uh, Janet told them absolutely nothing about the quantum realm, and they they kind of try to play it off as like she was so traumatized by the quantum realm that she just she never wanted to talk about it. Mm. Ah, it, is a, but, it is addressed, but this does address what? one of my problems with Ant Man too. Of where did she get that spear and that cloak from? Oh yeah, so there you got retroactively an answer to that, answers that question. Star Wars yeah. planet, yeah. Star Wars planet, yeah. It's she a got it Star from the Wookiees. Wars realm. <laughs> sure, the quantum Wookiees. Except it's like, it's like you. We've got like a guy who's made out of goo. We've got uh, this dude who has like a weird laser beam for a head. Uh, we've got like this this sexy lady who has like tattoos and stuff. Is she green? We've got a what? Is she green? Uh, I don't, I think she was like more of like a gray or mm. like a, I think if I remember right, I don't, I don't remember exactly what color she was. She was a different color than human, but cool, I can't cool, remember cool. what the color was. Slightly off humanoids uh, is his type. Yep. Slightly off humanoids. Lots of those. Lots of slightly off humanoids. Oh yeah. There was a broccoli person. A broccoli person. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is a Marvel yeah, movie was... for sure. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a broccoli person. Anything for the memes. Uh, and, uh, oh, and of course... I, I we have to talk of I, I have you heard about Modok in this film? Yeah, I know Steve? it's fucking uh, killer or a hornet or whatever. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the what is it? Killer bee? No, That's it's not uh, it. Yellow Jacket. Uh, Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Yes, it is Yellow Jacket. Because if you recall from the first Ant Man, yeah, film, he got he smushed sort of in got, on like, himself. I recall he got smushed in on himself, but he got like smushed in on himself in like parts. Like it was like his arm, his arm, his leg, mm-hmm. his leg, mm-hmm. and then he just went all the way down. Uh, and uh, they actually they address it in the film. Uh, Kang found him all smushed up and his body is all contorted and weird now and tiny. Uh, he looks like a fucking, <laughs> he looks like a, like, I don't know, a bobblehead. I know that's not quite right. I don't know what to call him. He looks horrifying. Uh, and then he makes him a little, a little Iron Man suit and says, you are now my mechanized organism deci- designed only Modoc, to kill. Yeah, yeah, Ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Except, you know, he's not a mechanized person. Yeah, exactly. He's, not mechanized he's just at all, a normal actually. person. He's just he's just a horribly disfigured normal person wearing a weird suit. Uh, I don't know why they decided to call him Mechan. Okay, real qu- real talk when we're talking about Modok because Modok in the comics is also like you know fleshy. Like he has like an inner part that's like you know. Nah, biology. you're falsely attributing his- uh, things from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, goop monsters inside the robots to him. Modok is mechanical. Completely? I believe so, yes. I don't think he has I, any people parts. I, I don't parts. think so. Modok has hair. I, I've seen images of him in the comics, and he has, like, hair. He's, like, a little hair I'm face. fairly certain he's entirely he, mechanical. Uh, like, I want to look at the Modok in 
the comics. Yeah, he does have hair and a face and skin colors and stuff, but I'm pretty sure that he's yeah. mechanical. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm confused. I'm very confused by MODOK, just, like, in the comics. But you know what, Steve? I'm just, like, MODOK was the best thing about this movie, okay? I find that very hard <laughs> to believe. I, I know that that seems well. Okay, maybe Kang is better because Kang is pretty fucking awesome. I they they did a good job with Kang. I, I'll, I'll get back. I mean, to that Kang kind of sounds like but a chump to be honest. Modok is so fucking dumb, and he's so dumb, and the the movie knows he's dumb, and they and they just lean right into it. There are three different scenes, three different scenes. Where each of the like the team of people who knew him in the first movie, so you know you've got Scott, uh, Hank, and uh, Hope, all three of them at, in in three different scenes like look at him and realize who it is. They're like oh, and they're like oh my god, Darren, what the hell happened to you? What? What the what? <laughs> and it's it it never stops being funny. First of all. And, uh, spoiler alert again, uh, he gets this, like, heroic death scene, which sounds dumb on paper. Like, he gets, like, Cassie tells him, don't be a dick, and that is all the information he needs to do a complete heel turn and, like, become a good guy, which is hilarious in, like, all the wrong ways. But then he, like, he, like, fights uh, Kang in, like, this one moment where, like, Kang was already in the middle of fighting the other guys, and then, like, there was a moment where Kang was, like, about to stab Scott, I think, and then suddenly MODOK came in and was like, I am Darren, not MODOK! And then he, you know, shoots Kang and it... (laughs) <laughs> the way you described okay, all okay, that to okay. me makes me not want to watch this movie just just bear with me and then uh as he's dying he's like at least i got to be an avenger what <laughs> before i die <laughs> yeah and scott but, is like but why would yeah. he think he got to be an avenger he doesn't even know ant-man is scott an is an avenger what scott is an avenger but he didn't know I that was, because I... he got shrunkified before scott joined the avengers uh, maybe... He should have no way of even knowing Scott, that. No, because Scott... No, 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 no. He does know that because Scott said when he went down, when he was talking to Kang, he's like, I'm an Avenger, and I'm going to have the other Avengers come and, and and beat your butt. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So, no, Scott was saying that he was an Avenger already, like, while he was there, and MODOK was there. So, no, MODOK knew. Mo- and MODOK would know who the Avengers are, because the first Ant-Man takes yeah, place Yeah, he would know who after. they are. He would have no yeah, reason he knows to believe of that, the Ant- uh, that Ant-Man is one, other than apparently him saying it aloud, and it certainly would not yeah, lean he- him to believe that he is one. You're overthinking it, Steve. I really Just feel please. like I'm thinking the appropriate amount. You're... No, you're really, you're really not. Like, because he is an Avenger. He is an Avenger in, like, the story, and Kang knows he's an Avenger, and Kang accepts that he's an Avenger. Like, a lot of time has passed. It just sounds like this (laughs) whole movie is just, like, totally brain dead. I don't know. I, okay, it's, I'm, the movie's not good. Okay, good, because it doesn't sound like it is. Uh, but I, like, like, MODOK is, like, goes into, like, a so bad it's good kind of a situation. Like, MODOK is fucking hilarious. Steve, Steve, we get to see his little MODOK booty in That's this movie, okay? That's not a plus for me, though, thank you. How is that not a plus for you? How, how do you not want to see naked MODOK with his little butt just, just hanging down at the bottom? I, uh, I don't know. Uh, put into his little robot suit. I don't. I, I, and it's so funny, Steve. Okay, it's just, okay. it's so bad. Okay. 
<laughs> just I, I I don't know what to tell you, Steve. The movie is uh, there's there's a lot of problems with it, so I just have to. I mean, hold you've been going for twenty seven plus joy. minutes about this movie, and not a single thing about it that you've said makes me want to go see it. <laughs> that yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. Well, anyway, uh, in my humble opinion, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania is uh, a good time uh, if you don't think about it too hard or if you're a, a child. Um, and it, it has a few good moments uh, sprinkled throughout. Like, it's not wholly without merit, but it definitely... It, it, it doesn't all mesh together very well. And it as, like, the big epic start to Phase 5, it was more of, like, a big epic warm fart, uh, which is very very unfortunate and i i i really hope that this is not the level of quality that we can expect from marvel going forward i know that they've been in kind of like this downward decline for a while now but like yowza writing stories is hard yeah you do it so fucking often you're bound to get worse at it yeah i guess but uh yeah anyway we're gonna move on to our next piece with the obvious exception of stephen king who apparently can write a whole book in one afternoon yeah I mean, see, the, the secret to that, Steve, is cocaine. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that would help. Maybe they should invest in some. Uh, no, no, don't do not do that. But it is true that uh, Stephen King did a you lot know, of cocaine. Sherlock Holmes liked cocaine, and he was a pretty good detective. I feel like there's a lot of merit to this idea. <laughs> Steve, uh, for for those for those of for those of you listening at home, we are not endorsing the use of cocaine. I, am. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying you go out and buy an illegal substance. I'm just saying if you use it, you probably write better books. Uh, that I. <laughs> that seems on. to be fact. Bestsellers we, use cocaine. I, I, I'm not. I'm choosing to not address that, Steve. So okay. we're gonna. How about this? Keep not all bestsellers use cocaine. But everyone who uses cocaine is a bestseller. That's not true. <laughs> if they write oh books. Oh, my God. Otherwise, they could do other things, like be dancers or something. But, like, you know, okay. you always excel right, in your field. I hate you so much. Uh, anyway, uh, our next piece of news is that uh, Rogers the Musical uh, from the Hawkeye uh, series, you know, the did you watch that at all? The I can do not. this all of course day. Not. You know? Nah, no. Anything? I, no, uh, I did not. That has no idea what you're talking about. Uh, okay, well, Rogers the Musical is awesome, first of all. Uh, they had a whole little, like, fun little dance number as the after credit scene of Hawkeye, uh, and it was fucking awesome. Uh, the whole idea of it is that it's a, it's a spoof of Hamilton. It's like a Hamilton-style play, except it's all about Steve Rogers, and it's such a fun idea, and I love it so much. And it is now... Uh, coming to Disney California Adventure as, like, a one-act play. And I hope that there are, like, more songs than just the one song that we heard in Hawkeye. Uh, but I am, like, just so fucking excited for this. Like, I... Oh, my God. I, I had to talk about this. I know you don't care, but I had wow. to talk about it just because when I saw it, I, I saw the headline, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the greatest thing I think I'd, I could ever read. Now I just need uh, Spider-Man, what is it, Into the Dark? Uh, that horrible stage production. I need mm-hmm. that to, uh, you know, get get brought back from the dead, and you know, maybe they can stop killing off their their lead actors, uh, and uh, they can make that work. <laughs> mm. What do you? Come on, Steve. I don't you think that uh, that superheroes superhero 
media needs to uh, broaden its horizons and just really go whole hog into the musical genre because I fucking am do. I excited about a stage play that is a recreation of a fake stage play in a Marvel show I never saw? Not particularly, no. You're not. What I mean, the fuck, maybe Steve? if they made like a real life version of the AIDS play from uh, Team America: <laughs> World Police, maybe I'd see that. But oh my god, come on! Ah, you know, terrible, everyone Steve. has AIDS. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Yeah, I I did see that movie, you know, when I was in college. Uh, it's been a long fucking time. But yeah, I, I remember the movie. Yeah, if they made that a play, <laughs> I'd go see that. Or The Lady in White from South Park, I'd go see that. I don't even... What is... Oh, God. What is The Lady in White? What is that about? Is How horrible is it? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's subliminal messaging to have women give men blowjobs because they went to a play. Oh, all right. All right, got it. Uh, well... I am excited for Rogers the Musical, Steve. Uh, and if uh, and if I ever make it out to Disney California Adventure, which I might do, I do want to go to one of the Disney places at some point in my life. Uh, if that shit is playing, well, I can't no imagine you go, go there because the Florida one is the one with Star Wars. So they, uh, yeah, no, I mean, there's there's two of them though. I think there's one in Florida and there's one in California. Not Disney California Adventure, but there is a different one. I think in california the other disneyland uh that also has um a galaxy's edge there's two oh, in okay. the u.s and i think there's one in i want to say france or something I it's can't called remember. euro there's disney another... uh yeah yeah whatever i wouldn't anyway, fly all the way to france to go see this play i would uh no that's not true i wouldn't i, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it just to i see wouldn't this drive play. the next to the next state over to see this play i wouldn't actually uh get an uber for a 15 minute drive to go see this play but <laughs> Why is that, Steve? What, what do you what do you have against musicals? Come on, musicals are fun. Uh, well, it's not really that it's a musical, although that doesn't help. But it's more of a it's a play about Captain America that's based off of a play from a show I didn't watch. So I don't really have any interest in it at all. In the same Whatever. way, I probably wouldn't have any interest in the play about like the life and times of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Okay, first of all. That's genius, Steve. Are you writing this down? Because uh, I, I would love to uh, have a musical about Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. And you know what, Steve? If they made a play about Dungeons and Dragons, which I think would be very strange, but uh, if they decided to do that, I would happily go see that play. Uh, Why? Or, do you I just want to go see other... all the plays? Uh, yeah, I love plays. I love stage plays, mm. Steve, and I love You know, a friend of mine was musicals. in a couple plays, and I still get emails from the theater guild she was a part of all the time, and I haven't seen her oh, really? in a play in years. Uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Do you ever go to plays? Were you in plays in high school, Steve? No, that no, of course your... I wasn't. <sighs> in I was. middle school, I was the son in uh, a play about the solar system. I had to remember nice. sun facts. Every, so everyone gravitated around you. Wow, I really think we're Such getting to the life. root of uh, <laughs> the root of your of your problems there, Steve. I'm just kidding. Uh, Some people call it <laughs> egotism. I call it being right. <laughs> uh, but no, right, I don't have much on. of an interest in that. I have seen my fair share of plays, including the only one I've ever liked, A Christmas Carol. But Okay. Nope. Wow. Not, that's not the interested. only play you've ever liked is a Christmas. I mean, Christmas Carol is good. But that's the only one you've ever liked. Well, Seriously? I've only seen a handful of them, and I like didn't Lion really King? enjoy the Boxcar Children very much. No, nor did I enjoy the one about the mouse that lives in the bellows. I don't even fucking know that one. Exactly. Uh, okay. I saw. Well, you know what? Whatever. 
Uh, I've seen two iterations of Narnia. Uh, oh, one I of them was of, of the friend I saw where she was the the uh, the Snow Queen and was phenomenal as the Snow Queen. And the other one was uh, random people that I saw in like the fourth grade that I don't remember at all. But it must not have been much of an impression because I don't remember it. And also, Narnia is pretty lame. Uh, just as a story or as a stage play? I, both. I, both, I guess. Yeah, okay. As I, I think I, I've mentioned before, I've read every Narnia book, and I don't remember a thing oh, about them. I did not. I don't remember you saying that. Oh, I've so read all seven Narnia books, and I couldn't tell you a fucking thing that happened in any of them, other than I the read, one they made into a movie. I read four of them, I think. I read the first one, which has, like, nothing to do with the rest of them. Uh, yes, the first one the, was very strangely not uh, much to do with Narnia at all. Yeah. I read that one, and I know I read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, because mm-hmm. that's, like, the one everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever the second one is. I that... don't remember what any of the other ones are called. I used to know. Prince um, Caspian? I... Yeah, that's one definitely of one of them. Prince He's definitely Caspian. a character in these movies, for sure. Voyage of the Dawn Treader. That was the one after Prince Caspian, because he's uh, in that one as well. Okay. Uh, that's the one where that's the one where the the one of the kids gets turned into a dragon and he's don't a remember that shit uh, and uh, they they have a they go on a boat. <laughs> that's yep, all I remember. That sounds about oh, right. and then there's there's one that's called the Silver Chair and I never read that one. <laughs> okay. I read I them all. Uh, I read them for book reports in school, but I didn't read them in order. I read them in I believe it was two one seven six five four three. Two one seven six five four three. Why? Uh, well, <laughs> Why because I wasn't in interested order? in reading them as a series. I was interested in knocking out book reports. So I just I see. read the second one because it was the one I saw the movie about. So I could, you know, cheese it a little bit. Then I sure. read the first one, which was a mistake because I didn't really fully read it. And another person in my class did that same book. And when I got time to present my report, they talked about things I didn't remember happening at all. So I basically oh, no. just said, yeah, what that guy said and repeated everything that they said in their report, which I kind of lucked out on, I guess, because I didn't actually read the book that well. And then after that, it was just kind of, uh, I wonder what happens at the end of this franchise. So I just jumped to seven and then I just did them backwards, I guess. I don't know. That is, That's what happens when you're me. not interested in this franchise at all. Yeah, I guess. Holy shit. Uh, all right. Well... I was going to move on to our next piece of news. Do you have anything more to say about uh, about Narnia, Steve? Do you have anything oh, to no. add? Oh, I, no. I, nor do I have anything to say about the Rogers play. Yes. Fine, Sorry, fine. musical. That, musical, yes. Uh, all right. So our next piece of, of news is that there are more Lord of the Rings films in the works. Now, this isn't terribly surprising. So uh, this news confuses me already because I've heard this and people can't explain to me what it means. Does this mean there are more movies in the Lord of the Rings universe or there's remaking the Lord of the Rings trilogy? I'm pretty sure that they are making more movies in the Lord of the Rings universe. That is my assumption. Now, we really need to come up with a better term for this universe because Lord of the Rings can't be the name anymore because now there are more things in this universe that are not Lord of the Rings than are. That, oh, yeah, I guess suppose... Because there's three Lord of the Rings movies, yeah, four Hobbit Hobbit. movies, if you count the old Hobbit movie, and I'm not even counting the... Okay, well, if that's the case, we can't count that one because that also to count the old Lord of the Rings movies. So let's abandon that. So, current iteration, three Hobbit movies, three Lord of the Rings movies, and one TV show 
about Rings of Power that takes place before Lord yeah. of the Rings. So there's now yeah. four to three in this universe, plus these new probable trilogy of movies. Uh, yes. Or, Which I assume I, I, I'm will very, be Silmarillion-based. Um, yeah, that's what I'm assuming, too. Now, like, I did... I, I We talked recently about how I read Lord of the Rings. I definitely, like, there's a ton of stories you could tell about Lord of the Rings. It wouldn't be that hard to just, like, you know... You could just go to the Selmarillion and you could just like lay all the pages out on a wall and you could throw a dart at it and whatever proper noun that dart falls on. Because, you know, every fucking page of <laughs> That's a good uh, point. Yeah, it'd be harder to not get a proper, proper noun. Nouns. Uh, yeah, an impossible to pronounce proper noun and you could just throw the dart and you could be like, all right, that one. W Don't what is that? We're going to make a movie about that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could do that and have reasonable success. You might have to do a couple of tries. Yeah, but the point, uh, but the problem with that is, is that most of the shit that he talks about is, like, boring, you know? Like, I don't really care about the the peoples that existed in whatever city used to be there when the world was still lit by two lanterns i don't really care about that cuz they've been gone thousands of years oh yeah and they're not the their presence is not felt today uh right yeah man fucking the lord of the rings lore is like one of the, I, i've i have like this friend who's like an expert in lord of the rings or i i don't know if he would consider himself an expert but he knows a hell of a lot more about it than i do hmm. uh and i was i was like picking his brain a couple of months ago to try to like make sense of the lord of the rings and i, I was still foolish. just <laughs> like there's it's just so much it's so complicated and i and there's so much history steve there's so much history. There's so much that happens, you know, and I barely understand yeah, any Lord of, of the it. Rings, Lord of the Rings is a franchise, or is it as a whatever, is such a fascinating concept, because it's like, it's basically, imagine like a bowl full of dirt, and like, <laughs> you can, the dirt is flush with the rim, right? You can walk right across the top of this thing. That's Lord of the Rings. And the rest of the dirt beneath that is just layers on layers of proper nouns, and locations and historical events and time periods and ages and yeah, gods and not yep. gods and demigods and balors and shit that are just i'm sorry balrogs just yeah, shit balrogs, that holds which, all this up that you never need to see but it's there which i think a balrog balrogs are basically uh, it was explained to me that they are basically archangels yes that uh, is correct yeah in like the most broadest of of definitions mm -hmm. uh which is like all right fine and actually and so is and, and so is gandalf and so which is we gandalf kind of saw right. in the rings of power because we saw him like you know literally fall out of the sky yeah like comet his way onto earth you know i, guess that's I, I know God that he came from thing. lord of the rings heaven but i never once occurred to me that he literally just fell out of the sky yeah he just he just dropped down <laughs> it's like all i right. thought that these gods would have just kind of poofed him there or something you know but like nope you know, it never would have uh, yeah. occurred to me. I guess that's just how it works. Sure, because why not, Steve, right? Uh, sure. Anyway, so Lord of the Rings films, I, I don't know exactly what they would make a film about. I could try to hazard a guess, but man, I, I wouldn't remember shit. Maybe they could do something about uh, Rohan. <laughs> sure, uh, or, you, something about Rohirrim Rohan. Guys, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> I assume this will be taking place after the Lord of the Rings. 
not before. Oh, no, 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 no. I definitely assume it would be taking place before. I mean, I there's definitely that, more material for before, that's for sure. I, do we even know much about what happens after Lord of the Rings? No, because he like died before he finished those books. Yeah, he, he died, and uh, it's like... I, I believe the implication was that it basically goes up to like our land, you know, like our time, right? Well, like, yes, like eventually it all meets up humans. with the current era, but you know, we did, we missed a lot of the time in between there of how that happened. Right. I, I suppose they could make a story out of that. I would rather they not personally. I think it'd be, I guess kind of interesting if they made an, like a full on sequel to the Lord of the Rings, but like, They'd be charting new territory, and the Tolkien, uh, the Tolkien diehards would lose their ever-loving minds. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that's really worth the uh, the cost. Uh, that's that sounds like a nightmare waiting to happen. But I mean, a bunch maybe. of like fat neckbeards burning down your house, probably not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know, you'd have like you know, just Twitter would just be on fire, uh, and like I don't fucking I don't I don't really want to hear about all of that. Uh, it was a big enough deal when they had a black elf uh, and <laughs> fucking rings oh, yeah. of power. Forgot like, all about that. Really we don't really need to uh, add more flame, more fuel to that particular fire by being like, oh, yeah, we're going to tell new Lord of the Rings stories uh, that are purely our invention. We're just going to go off of what we think should happen next. I, think, I mean, that <laughs> I think might that actually be safer. You think so? Maybe. Maybe. Well, cause, I like, don't know. You can't I, possibly get it wrong if it's never been told before, you know? I mean, like, I guess like you can you can like, fuck up a bad story but like yeah, you, can you can't do a incorrectly bad present the information i i like I this mean, like yeah, the rings of power did you know people were all butthurt about that because it was inaccurate but like this can't be inaccurate because it doesn't exist so they have just carte blanche do whatever the fuck they want if they wanted I fucking suppose. godzilla to show up you can't tell them it didn't happen <laughs> how cool would that i would love to see that yeah i want to see legolas I, fucking look, oh, pogo okay. jumping up godzilla for 10 straight minutes godzilla is one of those like one of those franchise one of those characters i guess where like if godzilla shows up in literally any story i'm immediately excited like if if even the hint that there might be godzilla like or like a godzilla equivalent like any kaiju if if any kaiju shows like up Ray in Bape? any story i get excited like I, Ape. I like like what what rape ape Grape? What the fuck is that? I don't the know. The Hanna Barbera character, Grape Ape. He's a giant gorilla. Uh, oh, I feel like I've heard. Okay, well, now I'm going to look it up. So, All right. uh, now here we are. Just a second. What the hell is Grape Ape? What? Oh! Yeah! Okay, I have never seen this before, but so he's just a giant pink gorilla? purple with a little vest he's purple or er, purple fine he looks kind of pink to me oh yeah no the pink panther is pink and he's purple all right yep 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 he's purple fine whatever i have, i can't believe i've never heard of this person because i mean like, i, I definitely... can i can believe it yeah I, okay <laughs> you must not have watched enough uh boomerang when you were growing up no no i didn't really i'm curious about Wow, I, the first thing I see is it's about a marijuana strain. That's fucking hilarious. I just wanted to know when this was. The end year was 1975. Oh, I thought it would be earlier than that. Okay, what else? Well, whatever. Uh, what the fuck were we doing? Were we Great Ape is a kaiju, is what you're saying. 
Yeah, Great Ape is a kaiju. So yeah, if Great Ape decides to show up in a movie, like I, I'm, what I'm saying is I like big big animals that go smash. That's that's what I'm saying. Steve. Don't that's... we all? <laughs> but I've actually figured it out. I know what they're gonna do for the next Lord of the Ring movies. Uh, uh, so oh, oh, so oh. Magic the Gathering is doing a thing in the next couple of years where they're doing a tie-in with Lord of the Rings to so making a Lord of the Rings set. So that means that Lord of the Rings and Magic the Gathering now share a universe. Oh, so no. the next Lord of the Ring movies will be Magic the Gathering movies. That is a terrible idea, Steve. That I disagree. I think awful. it would be awesome. They're already the making only a TV. Way They're making a Netflix show okay. about it. They have been for like a decade. The only way that that would be okay is if I got to see a live-action squee. That's that's the only way. I have bad news for you. Probably not going to see a live-action squee. Not not going not gonna to see a squee? What's of all it, the characters you... they can choose to put on this screen, I don't think that squee is going to be one of them. I'm sorry. I'm going to write Squee Magic the Gathering. I want to see what he looks like. Oh, yeah, there he is. There's the man. A goblin. I the go- I don't. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, he's he's he looks so loving. He just looks so he loving. is. He's a lovey guy. Yeah, I need more. I need more images of him. Oh, that one. That one. He looks more aggressive. But this. Yeah, he's just holding shit. He's holding shit. Uh, yeah, he looks like a, he looks like a nice guy. I, I, I'm a big fan of Squee. Okay. Sorry, sorry he's not going to be in the story, though. My Lord of the Rings magic crossover doesn't have any room for Squee. Come on, Steve. He's an immortal goblin named Squee. What more do you Yeah, need? goblins are the bad guys in Lord of the Rings, though, so I can't have him showing up there. What I can have, though, yeah, yeah, is ring could... rates on the back of Nico Bullis. Uh, Okay. Wait, what's a what's a Nico Bolas again? I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. Yeah, that's that's all right. Is that the giant worms? Is that no, the, is that the it's worms? not the fucking giant worms. <laughs> Nico Bolas is the greatest villain in magic history, besides maybe the Phyrexians. She put some respect on the name. Uh, Phyrexians are the Borg. I remember that. Oh boy. Uh, is that not right? Is that it? Is but you you disappoint me. <laughs> Get used to that, Steve. And Nico Bolas is an evil bad guy. Evil planeswalking dragon wizard. Dragon wizard. Dragon wizard. All right. Well, now I got twin look up brother that. of Ugin, the spirit dragon. Nico Bolas. Nicole. N i c o l. Nicole Bolas. Oh, I see. Not Nicole ne- Bolas. Oh wow, he is weird looking. He looks like a like a dragon who can do yoga poses. Uh, okay. Excuse me. He does a little. He does a little triangle thing with his little hands, uh, like yeah. He looks like he's about to. He's doing like a nice little stretch here. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> it, that, those are his hands. Nicopolis oh, does yeah. not do yoga. He totally does yoga, Steve. You should. Nicopolis Dragon God does him. not deign to do yoga. <laughs> He's got his little hands in front Nicol of him. Nicol Bolas, conqueror of the multiverse, absorber of planeswalker sparks. The immortal <laughs> dragon wizard does not deign to do yoga. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. He's looking like he's got a nice pose here. He's got his hands in front of him. He looks like he's... Uh... It's probably his villainous pose, you know, because he's evil. Yeah, oh, does he? Is that what's going on? Is oh, is he doing like the like the fingers curled in front of him thing? No, that's a. He looks like he's got a little. He's making a little triangle on it over his heart. Oh, he's just adorable. I I, I love him. Okay. I like his horns too. His horns are yes. Quite his nice. horns are a very big deal. That's his symbol on everything. It's the horns. Ah, okay. It's yeah, trademark Nicol Bolas nice. right there. All right, all right. 
Nicole Nicole Bolas. Yes, Nicole Bolas. That's a weird fucking name for a dragon, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, the dragon god. Yep. I see. All righty. I'm sorry. We we this this whole conversation took such a turn. Uh, we were talking about Lord of the Rings uh, we and were, how they're yeah. making more movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope. I really hope that they just keep going back in time. I don't think that the world is ready for uh like new lord of the rings films that take place after the original ones like we're not ready for that and also don't do a remake yet we're not ready for that yet no i say no nay you don't really need to remake them ever because the uh, ones we have are perfectly acceptable yes they are they they, the ones we have are basically as good as they're gonna get that's what i think the hobbit was a step in the wrong direction though so if you're making these new ones try to aim for more lord of the rings and less the hobbit yeah you know honestly i think it'd be kind of fun if like i'm talking like in like 20 or 30 years from now they do decide to do a reboot and they start with the hobbit but they only do one movie you one movie that's the hobbit to kind of test the waters see what's going on and if people I'd be like fine it, with it and if it's doing all right then you can make the rest of the lord of the rings movies that's i'd be that's fine what with i that. think they that should sounds do. fine with me in 20 years i'm really like, excited to be... see uh to see smog again I want to be at least 40 years old before I ever see a Lord of the Rings reboot. That's that Hobbit. is the line. Uh, oh, yeah, the Hobbit. Hobbit Test the water with Hobbit. That's fine. I like yeah, that idea. Test the water with Hobbit and make it one fucking movie. One movie. You do not need three. I don't want anyone to ever suggest that again. Uh, anyway. And Smaug. Uh, oh, my, docu- my, my document got all messed up. Smaug, yes. Uh... Our next piece of news is that there's going to be a new It prequel series uh, called Welcome to Dairy uh, coming to HBO Max. Now, I'm actually kind of interested in this. So, like, there is a ton of history to, like, the It, like, to It uh, within the It novel that they didn't really get a chance to talk about in the movie because it's just completely not relevant because, you know, the book was written by a crazy person who was, I assume, on cocaine while he was writing this one. Uh, mm-hmm. I, he had to have been. Like, I don't see how there's That ending scene way. could not have happened any other way. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Uh, it, like, the the children have sex, Steve. The children have sex. Uh, it's, yeah, it's very famous at this point. Everybody knows cave. that. It's just, it's weird. I actually read it, Steve, and it was still weird. It was, uh, anyway. Uh, but there's Yucky. a ton of history. Does there's he dedicate, like, a whole chapter to that? Or is it, like, one line? Or what's the damage? So, uh, it, it takes a while if I'm remembering <laughs> right, it, I, okay, like, I read, it took me a long time to read this book. Uh, so, I, if I'm remembering right, like, because I remember them being stuck in the sewers, and it was, like, it was dark, and they needed to get out, and they needed to, like, grow up, so to speak. Because, like... No, the, I'm familiar the magic... with, the, with the decision process. I, I get why okay. he wrote How it this long way, it I guess. Took, it didn't take that, it wasn't that long. I would say, because I listened to the audiobook, so I don't know how many pages it was exactly. Okay. Uh, but like but three it, sentences? Yeah, it took no. It was more than that because oh, okay, like, gross. Stephen King is like long-winded as fuck. Oh, like okay. for him, taking his time is probably like at least a dozen sentences. Like that's that's just how he operates, especially in that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I remember right, it was like it was Beverly's idea. If I remember right, uh, good. It would and, have to be. I think. 
Yeah, it would kind of have. Otherwise, to be. it would have been even worse. Yes, yes, uh, and it just kind of it just kind of happened, uh, mm-hmm. and it was dark and like no one could see shit, uh, and she they just kind of went in a line. Jesus uh, <laughs> Christ! That, that's that's how it worked, man. All right, that's enough uh, of that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, so the It prequel series. Uh, there's a lot of history to It. Uh, I know it sounds weird because that's the thing that we talk about, but really, that's only like like less than one percent of the whole book. Like, and the book is weird as hell. Like, a lot of crazy shit happens in the It in the It book. Uh, I can't even remember all of it. Uh, uh, I just I remember there were being a lot of stories of different people who interacted with it. Well, I know it has uh, a lot of history or whatever because it shows up every twenty seven years or something like that. Yeah, it, it shows up every twenty seven years, and it does crazy sh- and it does crazy shit, and it it likes to focus on children uh, because their fear is like more pure. Because uh, like adults, like they get afraid of stupid things, like not having enough money or being alone or silly, ridiculous things. You like know, that. realistic things. <laughs> yeah, realistic things. Whereas like kids, like you can more ease you as a creature of fear, uh, can more easily scare the bejesus out of a kid by looking like a werewolf mm-hmm. than you can looking like a tax collector. See uh, this? To try to th- this is this adult. is the same problem that Monsters Inc has. Where it's like adults can't be scared, but I'm pretty sure a monster from a Monsters Inc. universe could scare the piss out of an adult. Uh, I mean that is <laughs> so okay. It's different. It's different because uh, all right. In it, uh, a lot of it like how much power it has is dependent on how scared you are, right? So like. If this if this evil creature thing were to show up and try to scare the bejesus out of uh, out of a, a normal adult, chances are that adult would of course be afraid. But there's a good chance the adult would try to fight it, or the adult would use the, their you know rational brain to like be like this is impossible, or like you know I, oh see I don't think that's the case. If a werewolf shows up, my first thought is not to throw hands. Uh, okay. I'm not going to give the werewolf the smoke. I'm just going to run away from the werewolf. There's like, there's a certain gullibility that children have, uh, that, uh, it is more able to like prey on more easily. Like they just kind of accept that all of these crazy, you know, like werewolves, of course, werewolves can exist. You've heard of werewolves, you know, like you don't think about things in terms of like, this is impossible. This cannot be. Why is that balloon, uh, traveling against the wind? Like, why is all like, it, it, it like fucks. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to explain. <laughs> it's very hard to explain, but it, it makes sense for it to focus more on children. All right. Adults are just harder for it to die. I'm not saying it's not so easier to, to scare children. I'm just saying that, like, you know, push come to shove. I think you could turn into, like, a fucking swamp thing and scare the piss out of an adult just as well as a child. Excuse me. Uh, yes, I do think that that is true. I do. Th- in a, And I think that's actually something that they talked about a couple times in the books is that like there have been a few times over its long history that it has it has taken adults. It's not like it can only affect children. It's just like it's like the younger you are, the easier it is to for it to like consume you because it like absorbs your emotional energy or whatever. Um anyway, uh so I'm actually quite okay with a Welcome to Dairy series. I I really like the It franchise. Uh I 
like the idea of expanding on it more, but like not just covering like you know the the kids that we know. Like I like the idea of like let's just talk about it. Let's talk about Pennywise. Let's like delve into his past and show some of the crazy, horrifying things that he's done over the past you know several hundred years. Because this thing has been around since like primordial times. Like it's it's very very old. Uh, and. Uh, and, and its arch enemy is a turtle or something. Its arch enemy is a turtle. Uh, yeah, because the the universe is on the back of the turtle. Uh, and don't I don't remember anything more about how that worked. It was complicated, and I think it really only makes sense if you're high as fuck. Uh, mm. so so just don't don't spend too much time on the turtle, okay? Uh, <laughs> it's not not a not a. Not a route not relevant to our clown down. space monster thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. It's much, much better to just focus on the evil clown uh, spider monster. Because uh, that is actually the closest it has to a physical form is a giant spider. Uh, which is like, that's just like the best visual representation for what the thing cause like cosmically is. Because it's like, it's much, much bigger than just like a creature that shapeshifts and scares people like it's like a fucking creature from like the nether realms or some crazy shit it's like the arch enemy of life itself it's it's a big bad it's a big big bad it's a big okay. big bad All right, i've got a cool idea for this prequel thing right or sequel or alongside or whatever the hell these are going to be okay right yeah i don't know so yeah. so the kids from whatever era this are going to be they're going to be children i assume it's just a different batch of children they're going to go and chase this thing down to the sewers, right? Because they'll still have sewers in this time period, 27 years ago, whatever letter this is. And they're going to chase it back to its primordial nether dimension. And when they get there, they're going to find a Star Wars planet. <laughs> fuck you, Steve. Yeah, just just go fuck yourself, all right? How about that? <laughs> yep. Goddamn son of a bitch. Uh, God. Uh, just got just to gotta bring it around, don't you? Uh, the thing is, like, not, it doesn't, it wouldn't work like that anyway. It wouldn't work like that anyway. No, of course uh, it wouldn't work like that. Why would it? I hate you so much. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to our last <laughs> piece of news. Uh, you little, you little fucker. <laughs> we're going to move on to our last piece of news, which is that, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, uh, that new video game that you talked about last week, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. has had record-breaking sales. It has sold 12 mil million units within the first two weeks of its launch, uh, which makes it the biggest game launch ever for uh, Warner Brothers, which is uh, kind of crazy when you think about it. Like, it's bigger than any of the Arkham games. Excuse me. Uh, it's bigger than... I don't know what else Warner Brothers does as far as games go. Do they do, they do Tomb Raider? I don't no, know. that's, ah, that's I don't someone know. else. I don't, yeah, I don't remember, but I know that they do the Arkham games. Uh... So it's bigger than those. So uh, yeah, I I didn't want to I didn't want to get this game, but apparently I'm relatively alone in that. Uh, Twitter misled me, making me think that that was a more popular decision than it actually was. Most people. Oh, I'm don't sure care. lots of people voiced uh, outrage about it, but it like half those people bought it anyway, Adam. Yeah, half those people. It's like you yeah, can but be I as vocal as you want in opposition to something, but you're gonna fucking buy it, you piggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, fuck, it's true. I didn't buy it, but fuck, man, I might. <laughs> I might. It, 
it's kind of convenient that I have the I have this excuse of like I can't buy anything right now. Like I'm not buying new games right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I went to a used bookstore and I bought a new book for four dollars. And <laughs> nice. like I was like, yes, that is that is worth my money. But yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna be going to spend sixty dollars on a brand new game. Thank you very much. I don't got the cash for that shit. Um, Fascinating. But uh, but but. Uh, I am in, I'm intrigued by it. I have to kind of set aside my distaste for JK Rowling and decide whether, like, it matter whether that matters enough to me to prevent me from playing a game that I've heard is at least okay. That's what seem, people seem to be saying. Uh, but, uh, Steve, why don't you tell me what you think about, uh, about Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah, what, update uh, on that. Uh, I since yeah. finished it since I last talked about it, so I wanted to use this opportunity to get my final thoughts on the product. Uh, All right. if you recall, last time I, I said I was about 25% of the way there, according to the progress bar thing. Oh, yes, I do remember yes. that, yeah. Uh, well, I, at that point, had already stopped doing side shit, right? I just, critical path to the rest of the way. Uh... I was only about four missions from the finish line. So, wow, you know, okay. it didn't take me very long to actually finish it. I, I abandoned the, the two main side quest things I was doing. So I never helped the Slytherin guy save his sister from whatever curse was afflicting her, which means I also you never bastard. got the killing curse. Oh, well, that's horrible. What the hell? Yeah, it's, it was uh, a little annoying because it really would have helped in that final fight. But it's like, whatever. Yeah, I bet. So I, I never bothered to get that. And I guess his sister just remained cursed because at the end of the game, you have a little chat with him about it, and he's like, ah, oh, and she's never been the same. I was like, oh, so she didn't even die. So I guess that there wasn't much of a risk of me not helping you, because it turns out she's fine. And uh, huh. the other side quest thing was uh, for the Gryffindor gal to, like, take down local poachers, and it seems to result in getting animals to ride, which seems pointless to me, because all the riding animals are rendered entirely useless by the broom, which you get first. So I don't know why I, mean, I would ever care about that. It's just the principle of a th- Don't you want to ride an animal sometimes, Steve? Come on. Uh, well, it is just a point A to point B travel system for me. So it could be a fucking flying dildo for all I care, as long as it gets me from A to B. And having the stupid animals, so does it, it doesn't make a difference to me. I'm sorry. And there's Fine. land animals, which is a fucking joke, because why the hell would I ever want to walk anywhere where I can fly? And the land animals come after that the flying animals, which comes after the broom. So none of that makes a lick of sense to me, but whatever. So I d- abandoned the side quest for the lady with the animals, and I abandoned the side quest for the guy with the cursed sister, and I just went straight critical path, and um, I finished the game. And I'd like to tell you about what I ha- what happened at the end. But I don't Go really ahead. know Lay because uh, I was kind of watching King of the Hill in my other monitor during all the cutscenes. <laughs> and at some point or another, a dude with a top hat kidnapped me and put me in a room to fight uh, waves of his bad guys. And then I killed him, I guess. And then I reported back to the guy, that my teacher friend, that I killed that guy. And I was like, oh, was that who that was? That's weird. And then I finished the story and I got to like get to the big reservoir of ancient magic or whatever, and the evil guy beat me to it, and he turns into a dragon, and I gotta fight him as a as a dragon, which was, or him, fight him while he's a dragon, I'm, I'm not a dragon. I'm very confused by the story of this game, but okay. Yep. Yeah, And then, sure. uh, And then at the end, uh, your uh, professor friend dies, and uh, I wasn't paying attention to that part, so I don't actually know how that happened, because I was watching King <laughs> of the right. Hill. And then at the very end, 
Uh, there's a eulogy for him that the headmaster gives, which I briefly tuned in for. Which is funny, because that guy is such a piece of shit through the whole game. And during the end eulogy thing, he's like faking being upset about this guy dying. And he gets the guy's wife's name wrong in the eulogy. And it's like, wow, what a piece of garbage. But, you know, whatever. Huh. And then like... Professor McGonagall, not McGonagall, holy shit, Professor... I hope it's not. Lady Weasley uh, comes up and she's like, some kind of sad things, and I stopped paying attention at that point because I was so not invested in this at the very end. It doesn't matter to me at all. And then I won the game, and it put me into post-credits mode, which is where you walk around and do the rest of the side quests if you're insane. Then I checked my progress bar. Would you like to know how far I got critical pathing? Like, even though uh, I already I'm... did a bunch of side quests prior to this, I only didn't have like three or four left at the end. How far say, do you think I was at? I'm going to say 72%. Hmm. That's pretty close. Wow, 37. Okay. What the hell? 37%. Oh my God. If I, I beat the whole story, plus a handful of side quests, and I was 37% done with this game. That means that the other 63% was side shit, like collectibles. That is unacceptable. That is a blatant <laughs> insult. Oh man, that sound this sounds like a game made for me. You know how much I love You should not be excited about this. They sold you an empty map with a fucking sparse me, story and told you to me, make your me, own fun. Gimme Steve, all I need to be happy is a long, long list of things that I have to go and pick up. That's okay, all I well need, then Steve. I guess I guess Hogwarts Express or whatever or Legacy or whatever <laughs> is the fucking game for you. Cause yes. <laughs> holy shit, there I I was in so, I was so taken aback by that I was like I can't believe that they did this to me I can't believe they had the fucking audacity to make <laughs> more than two thirds of the game side quests and collectibles. This is I not a totally this is a story remember. alongside a collectathon. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, but collectathon absolutely co insulting. I can't say collectathons are so fun. Steve. No, no, don't they're not. you want the the dopamine that you get from having uh, a little box that you put a check mark in after doing work for forty hours? Don't you want that joy in your life, Steve? I would rather put a bullet in my mouth than have to go through a checklist <laughs> like that. No, thank you. Okay, all right. I don't well, see the appeal at all. Do you have anything more to add to your? Oh uh, yeah, Hogwarts I changed legacy. my opinion. It's not that fun not that fun because oh, i went through the bad. final boss and the final boss is really annoying because it's like well, you have to fight a bunch of guys first then you fight the dragon right but the dragon's um, uh, invulnerable most of the time but you have to like destroy these little balls and they're color-coded so you have to use specific spells to break them but you can't hurt him and he's just shooting bullshit at you while you do that and then you can hit him for a little while but i don't get to do any of my cool stuff to him like i can't you know turn him into a potted plant or use my killing or my, my super painful curse on him or fucking push or pull him or knock him down or make him paralyzed or anything. All I can do is shoot my pew pew sparks at him and subsequent that with shooting occasional fireballs at him and they do piss for damage. So you gotta do that wave three times. Then you fight him on the ground where he runs around and, and, and slaps you all about like a hungry, hungry hippo. And then after his health bar hits zero, the game pretends like you win and then all of a sudden he attacks you again and you gotta like fucking shoot the balls one more time to finish him off. And it's like, man, I almost died in this effective cutscene because I wasn't ready for it because I thought I had won already. The health bar disappears. Why didn't I win? 
all right. Well, I'm I'm sorry that the game misled you. I guess. But, That's fine. Uh, I guess. I've, I've I had to finish it before I could get something else to play. <laughs> I have heard good things about this game, which makes me mad because I don't want to get I it. Feel like I feel like a lot of the people's gah. good feelings about it is a personal love for the franchise. They're just kind of yeah. transplanting onto the game, which yeah, I don't so really you're share. That, like just being able to play as a character that can walk around Hogwarts is already like yeah, you get to do the familiar want. Hogwarts thing, and there's like some familiar spells in there, and like as I mentioned in my first go around of this, the combat system has like potential. They just kind of squandered it, but I feel mm-hmm. like if they were to do another one of these and kind of revamp how the spells work, you could actually feel like a wizard. So I feel like that has some possibility, but. I don't think this one's very good unless you are really, really in love with the idea of being a Hogwarts character. I mean, I know. Some I still never figured out that. what my house meant. I don't think it, I don't think I ever got to the side quest where being in whatever house actually matters or I didn't didn't notice. I mean, yeah, I, I have no idea. I was told that um, there's like one major side quest that depends on what house you're in. And I don't remember anybody telling me any Ravenclaw specific information. So I don't know. Huh. And I sure as fuck I, did not yeah. get that super armor you get for collecting all the stupid totems you get for putting all the keys in all the doors. Oh, come on, Steve. What the fuck? Yeah, no, I didn't do any of that. I'm so disappointed. I'm so I disappointed wore my Captain Crunch lack. coat to go fight that dragon. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in your lack of enthusiasm for collectathon, Steve. I mean, I just I I, I can't I, don't even, I can't I even begin to express to how mad I am about fun. this. What? I wish I could explain to you why that's fun. I, I, I wish that there was a way to, like, make you see, but maybe I just need to smack you in the head several times. With, I mean, if that would take me to a drooling all. idiot that would like collectathons, I suppose <laughs> this was going to require. Uh, all right, 37%, so, Adam, and that's already 37%. having done a bunch of side stuff. That is not okay. <laughs> Why'd they even make a game? They should have just given me a Minecraft server to play in. Well, like, some of the side missions weren't just collecting things, right? Like, they were actual missions, like, things that you did. Yeah, sometimes right? you went to go collect something that wasn't a thing, like, you know, a potion for a guy you could go trade back to him. Or sometimes the collectible took the form of uh, drinking a thing or throwing a thing a certain number of times in a certain place. But it's all collectibles. Okay. It's all collectibles when you boil it down. Fair enough. The Fair only enough. ones that weren't were the go to the place and kill all the people in the base camp thing because this is a video game. And in addition to having wall climbs, dodge rolls, and counters, it had base clearing out. Uh, okay. Okay. Because the uh, purge of sure. Ubisoft infects all things. <laughs> all right, Steve. Well, do you, unless you have any more any additional thoughts on how much you hate Hogwarts Legacy... Are you I don't ready hate. to move I'm on? I'm very disappointed. Disappointed, right. Well, are you ready to move on to the magic hour, Steve? I am ready. All right. So, okay, there was something that important that happened last time. What was it? There was something. I can't oh, Okay, well, the name, the name's gone. So that's that's I'm just fucked there. Uh fuck. There was something really important. I I know I can remember. Something with with was someone born no i don't think someone was born fuck all right well i can't remember i uh, cool pla- plastic no that's not right well why why what am i thinking there there was some word that i needed to remember there was some 
some aspect. All right, Steve, can you give me probably, a clue but you didn't. Happened? Anyway, God, you fucker. All right, the year is four thousand four hundred and ninety-five AR or ten thousand and twelve ZC. Okay. Rakdos, Project Kredge, and the Nephilim attack the city of Ravnica. A new non-magical guild pact, which is unsuccessful in maintaining the guild's oh, the control, guild pact. is written. The guild pact. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Guild. That was the the, the word was guild. That's what I was supposed to remember. They 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 broke down. Doesn't the guild sound a thing like plastic. I shut up. <laughs> All right. Sorry, sorry. Well, where the hell were you? I don't remember. I finished talking already. Okay, could you just say it again then for me? It was pretty short anyway. Sure. Rakdos, Project Krage, and the Nephilim attack the city of Ravnica. A new non-magical guild pact, which is unsuccessful in maintaining the guild's control, is written. Okay. Okay. Uh, a new guild pact is written, but it doesn't work. I don't really have any questions about that. Um... Who are the three people who attack Ravnica? Uh, well, it's not three people. It's one person. Uh, or oh. not one person. Fine, whatever. Rakdos, Project Kraj, and the Nephilim. Yeah. Uh, well, Rakdos is a big demon, and he's head of the Rakdos guild. Wow. Okay. There's a big demon. Head of big the demon guild. guy, cool. yep. He likes yep. chaos and uh, doing cool circus stuff. <laughs> All right, sure. Uh, the Nephilim are weird uh, proto-monsters from Ravnica that are in the game four colors, which was unique because at that point there was no four-color cards. But other than that, they're not that interesting. Huh. And Project Kredge is a uh, project created by the uh, by the Simic, which is a different guild, which is uh, a sort of super monster they genetically engineered that they lost this control a, of. You say a proj? Is that what project you're saying? Project Kredge. Project Kredge. Is that right? Yes. Get that right? And it's a big, giant monster thing. Uh, it's a goop great. monster. Yeah, it's a big it's a slime goop thing. Monster. It's a goop monster. So are these things working together, or are they just all attacking separately at the same time? Oh, it's they're just kind of all attacking separately. <laughs> okay, just checking. All right, well, uh, cool. Goop monster, demon guild guy, and uh, some other group of people that... Were... The Nephilim. They're not people. They're the monsters. Nephilim. They're monsters. They're monsters. Like robot monsters? Is that what you said? No, they're monsters. Fuck. All right, whatever. Just like just one monsters. of them breathes bugs. You know, it's not a. What they're the not. Fuck? What? <laughs> How do you breathe bugs? What like is that? You exhale and bugs come out. Okay. All right. That's that's horrifying. So that's just one of them. That's just one of them. Okay. Don't. I don't like. I don't like the nephilim. Nephil. Nephilheim. Nephilim. Nephil. Nephilim. I don't like the nephilim. And uh, the Project Goo Monster, uh, Pro Project Goo Monster, is sounds kind of cool. Does the Goo Monster have have like thoughts? Is it a does it talk or? No? Uh, I don't believe it talks, but I think it does have thoughts. All right, all right. I don't remember well, what level of sentience we're operating under with that thing. Uh, all right, fair enough. Well, uh, it was short lived. We can move on to humble opinions, but I kind of already did one. I talked about. I kind of uh, already did mine when we talked about Harry Potter again. Yeah. Uh, yeah I so, had to finish that so I could tell you, so I can be ready for next week when I start a new thing. Ooh, that's exciting. Uh, I am planning on, hopefully, I'm going to finish the first Wheel of Time book this week. I don't really know what my thoughts are on the Wheel of Time book right now. So I maybe I can kind of hammer that out in the next week and then I can talk about it next week because. 
tight. Real time is fucking weird. <laughs> it is. Probably. It's an odd, odd uh, fantasy series that I'm reading right now. Uh, but uh, I'll probably talk about that next week. Uh, all right. So those are the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye.